Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network, Wednesday morning, the 24th of May. A very good morning to everybody listening to us across rural Queensland today. The Rural Doctors Association of Australia CEO, Peter Rutherford, joins us this morning with rural doctors um, and obviously the Australian College of Midwives hosting a critical rural maternity services think tank in Canberra tomorrow. Um, and gee whiz, they've got some challenges. Um, good morning, Peter. How are you? Thanks so much for being with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It is a real issue. Um, we know Gladstone. We, 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 we're now seeing Kansas in the headlights. We know Gympie's got some dramas. King Arroy, uh, they can't deal with anything there at the moment. Chinchilla's understaffed. There is, in Queensland, a, a real concerning trend, and I don't know what the outcome is. I understand that there's a think tank taking place, but the government have got to want to come on board. The, the government certainly want to come on board. I think they're keen to hear what the solutions are, but it's really important that midwives, doctors, and also mums come together and come up with solutions that are meaningful for rural communities, yeah. um, sustainable for the longer term. So the think tank is the start of that, bringing people together. Um, we'll look to engage the broader group of stakeholders and interested parties as well as government um, later in the year. But this is the start, um, really looking at actions and solutions that are appropriate for rural communities and can sustain our maternity services into the future. So talk to me about that. Like, is this not – is this problem not something that could have been preventable? I mean – I understand that the midwives and, and and doctors and and obviously people in the communities have to come up with solutions, but surely that's on the on the government. Surely this was preventable long before we had to come up with this think tank now. Because I mean, we, we look at Gladstone, for example, and and potentially Cairns at the moment. That's it's in the headlights. I mean. This could have been prevented a long time ago, and I, I understand it's easy for me to sit back behind a microphone and, and throw mud. I, I get that, and we've got to come up with solutions now. But I'm thinking about the men and women who are having to drive 100 kilometres down the road and the Bruce Highway, the traffic, and and I'm thinking about people who are, are, are nervous about wanting to give birth and 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 not knowing exactly where they're going to give and have, have their child children. I, 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 that's the concern that I've got. Well, I think that's, you know, they're real concerns. And I think anyone who's worked in a rural maternity service, and I have in Charleville and out in Kingaroy in the hospitals, and, you know, the the need to go on bypass and make, you know, mothers have to relocate um, before the birth is really, really, you know, it's a terrible decision and it's a terrible thing for mothers and families to have to go through. So it's unfair. We need solutions that are, as I said, sustainable for and suitable for our rural communities. And yes, there's a lot that government can do, but we also need to make sure that the solutions we put forward are solutions that rural doctors and rural midwives are, you know, really comfortable with in working together, um, putting them forward and ensuring that the mother's choice becomes absolutely the core focus of our discussions. And it's not about interprofessional preferences or anything like that. It's about the mother's choice and birthing close to home and what's best for mum. And I think that's a really important part of our discussions tomorrow. I think it's, you know, there are changes. We've seen changes in the workforce. We've obviously 
all across the issues around the rural medical workforce as well as, you know, the shortage of midwives and allied health professionals. But there's also things that we need to look at in relation to changes that have happened. You know, we now have direct entry midwives where in a lot of our rural communities, you know, we've used um, re- registered nurses who have a dual qualification of midwifery as well. And the reality is, is that the workforce coming through, we now have people who are midwives only. So how can we better engage with that workforce in our rural communities and utilise them? And how do we create models where everyone is comfortable working to top of scope, but we still provide you know, supportive training environments for both doctors and midwives? Yeah, and that's the big thing. Um, getting more students in there, there's a long-term plan. And, and I think we've got the and addressed the long-term plan that we're getting that right. So five to seven years, I think but we're, we're going to be okay. But it's just the short form now. So what is the quick fix? Is there Or is there such a thing? Well, I don't think there's any immediate fix because if there was, I think, you know, that would have been in place. But I do think we also have to work with communities about, well, you know, when – there is, a, you know, maybe a medical shortage, like a GP obstetricians may get sick, resign, leave, um, have to take a holiday at some point. Um, you know, what does that mean for community? And one of the things we struggle with, and I saw an instance in Victoria just recently, where the doctor who could do cesarean level um, deliveries was got COVID, and basically that then meant no birthing could take place. Yet there were still many women who could probably birth with the support of um, another doctor who does have obstetric training, just not to the cesarean level, um, and the midwife group. But we need to have those discussions. We need to come up with solutions in a way that is about mother's choice and birthing close to home, and but still maintain a safe level of service. And we need to make sure that women have an understanding and are informed in their decision-making. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, And there's no two ways about it. Um, It's something that we're going to look at a bit more and more. I hope the think tank goes well. I I really do. Um, I hope that this is the start and the the first step in a really critical process of getting uh, the whole thing under control and sorted out. And um, obviously, we might talk to you next week after you have a few days at this because no doubt it'll be fairly intense. But thank you so much for being with us. I I think you're doing a phenomenal job. It is not an easy solution and it's not a quick fix. And and you're dead right. So, yeah, so it's Yeah, it's important work for our communities. So, we're really keen to get onto it and, um, you know, make sure that there are improvements for women in our communities. You're dead right. Uh, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Um, I really appreciate your time on, on Rural Queensland today. Once again, you, you, you always make yourself available, which is really important to our show because it obviously you're speaking to the converted here. Peter Rutherford, the uh, Rural Doctors Association of Australia CEO, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back. This is Rural Queensland today. It is Wednesday morning, the 24th of May. <laughs> 